Hello, everyone. Hi. Guess what? We're back. It's been a while, and I know that you guys have missed us. And how do I know? Because our three fans have written to us. Um, four. Four. <laughs> I had two messages uh, from the same person. One pretty much said, what are you doing now? And if it's not recording an episode, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my super fan friend is in the UK. So Jackie, we're international. We're so now. fucking international. We are. We're in, but we're still suspiciously single. Still, listen, you can cross land by land, by air and by sea, and there is still no man out there. Unless there's an update that I don't know about from you, Jackie. I haven't spoken to you. No, in a honestly, part of the reason why uh we've been MIA is also because I've had a ridiculous uh th- I don't know, three, four months uh between work destroying me my personal life destroying me like it's just been it's been rough and then you had the covid and then f- it took four years four years finally got you eh, jackie yeah, honestly it, it's been that's how you, you got covid before you caught a man <laughs> yeah li- <laughs> literally <laughs> and when they say catch feelings no i just catch viruses this is where <laughs> we're at no but it was so bad like i've been so stressed too i had a, a because i had braces where my teeth line up i always chip the same tooth yeah and i chipped the exact same tooth twice within a three-week time frame like that's how bad it's been for me like honestly my body's falling apart my life is falling apart like you're so young you know um also i like the fact that there's a dental theme going on uh so i'm warning y'all right away i now have invisalign um so that means occasionally my vowels get a little slushy you still haven't been able to adapt to having it yeah, you do adapt, but the thing is, there's like a, a critical point where there's just enough saliva in your mouth, and then if you have a lot of sibilance in a row, or like hard oh, sounds in a right, row, okay. it's going to happen. Mm. It's going to happen. Anyways, so here we are. It's, yeah. been, it's, been, it's been a slice. It's been a minute. Exactly. Uh, so uh, the, the funny story, and Jackie's hearing this for the first time, in true Adriana fashion, um, I think I had a date this week, but I don't know that I had a date this week. So maybe what we should do is we can evaluate to see if it's actually a date or not. Like we could go through the the evidence. Exactly. Okay. So uh, I think it is now that I've had time to reflect, but maybe I'm delusional. Okay. Uh, so this is someone that I've known. I used to work with him. I've known him for a long time and I would occasionally run into him out in the wild. And every time we would always smile, the hug, the conversation would always be really, really good. Um... But every time I ran into him, it was almost comedic. It it would be just a day where I was having the worst day ever. My father had just passed. Jesus, okay. Work had just exploded. And he he kind of made the joke when we ran into each other last time. He's like, man, he's like, I feel like every time I ran into you, you were just walking your life away. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Um, So I ran into him again and we actually said like, this is ridiculous. We should catch up because we had so much work gossip to catch up over. And I texted him last week and I said, Hey, are you up for something next week? And it was also his birthday. And he was like really noncommittal. He was like, yeah, we should definitely do that. Mm, That's already not starting great. And then I said, Monday or Tuesday? And he's like, yeah, let's text early next week. Mm. And I'm like, mm, ça va pas bien. No. So on Monday, I said, I'm not going to do anything until he texts me. He texts me with a plan. Oh, okay. He's like, there's a show tonight. My friend is playing. Uh, Jackie, I left my house after 9 o'clock. Is this the musician guy? Yes. Oh, okay. I have thoughts about this. Keep going. And so um, he... Uh, 
he made a plan. He's like, okay, this is what's going to happen. I got there. He'd already paid my cover charge. He was wanting to get me a drink. He got me. It's hilarious. I thought he was giving me drugs. I looked down at what he put in my hand in the darkness of the concert venue. And I said, Mike, what is this? Because it was a little plastic bag. His name is Mike. He's not going to listen to this. We're cool. Um, and he said, oh, they're earplugs. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's the trick, you know, a concert? What is yeah, the, so? I'm actually the, the drugs I put, a, that they put on my, my Christmas list with my yeah. family. Uh, earplugs because I wear earplugs every night. I wear it like mm. to for ambient sound, but there's some really good earplugs out there yeah. that are just to cancel out ah, ambient noise, like yeah, and things yeah. like that. Are but they made of titanium? I'll actually show them. They're really fancy. They look like <laughs> AirPods. Like that's how nice they look, but they're like obviously not AirPods, yes. right? But the thing is, musicians are. Uh, constant. They know because the hearing loss is really bad for musicians and DJs. Oh yeah, absolutely. So like they, I've I, I've been wearing earplugs to like loud shows, not like regular shows, but like loud indoor shows for years because of my musician friends. Yeah. yeah. And it's hilarious because I I laugh. I said, oh, I didn't know what it was because it was so dark. And he said, it's better to have them and not need them than, than need, to need them, them. Yeah. and not have them. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, the thing is, like, I was just really happy to be having a positive interaction with a man who was actually attentive, kind, interesting, asking questions, really excited. Uh, we had some fun conversations. We caught up on all the off office. See? See what happens? Yeah. Office a gossip. And um, he, he walked me home. We chit-chatted. Uh, and it was just like the energy was so positive and it was such a nice experience. And then I went to bed at 12.45, Jackie, 12.45. Oh my God, Adriana. You know, usually that's halfway through my night. <laughs> you're you're a bit of a weird sleeper though, because sometimes then I'll get a message because I don't go to bed early. I like, mm. I go to bed at like between, actually this semester I've been so tired, I've been a little bit earlier, but my early is like 11.30 p.m. And like yeah. every so mm. often I'll mm. get a message at like 12.30 a.m. from Adriana and I'm like, did she get up to go pee and just check yes. her phone? Oh, that's essentially. <laughs> Essentially, yes. I, I'm like, I don't, I don't know why, but all of a sudden I'm getting, and I'm like, I know she goes to bed early. So it's like your first sleep. Is that your post, yeah, exactly. first awakening? Exactly. You get up, you get a, a, a treat. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, I'll usually check my phone because. Well, reminds me. Keep talking. Yeah. When you go to bed at about 10. So I'm in bed by nine. I read, I TikTok, I do various things. Oh, I have a treat for you also, Jackie. This was just because I had co-workers over yesterday and there was way too much sweets in my house, so I, I brought it. you some. Um, I like by 12.30, if I get up for a pee break, I usually do, you know, sometimes if I had like uh, laundry, I'll put the laundry on the dryer, I'll but check my phone, I'll go to bed. that doesn't fuck up your sleep after? It really does not, Jackie. I go back down like a kitten, and especially now that I have a weighted blanket, girl. First off... I I tried to get behind the weighted blanket, and I think we talked about this. Yeah. I felt trapped, and I pulled my groin muscle. Yeah. So, like, I tried to get out of it, and I low-key broke my vagina. Yeah. Like, like, it was not happening. Um, and if I wake up in the middle of the night, like, sometimes it happens when I'm thirsty because I don't drink enough before bed. Yes. Or it's, like, very dry these, time, this, these days. So, like, I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm fucked. I might as well just go for a jog, do my taxes. Like, I can't wake up in the middle of the oh, night. Oh, no. My brain is like, oh, are we getting back to... <sighs> out. I wish. Out. Out. Do you remember what I had insomnia? I do. Well, that was part of the problem is my body's like, are we good? And I'm like, we had an hour. We had an hour of sleep. And remember all your sleep hygiene? 
Oh my God, it went out. It was crazy. You were doing like all the tricks. All the tricks. Oh my God. What was crazy is my therapist gave me the insomnia. Like therapy made me like crazy. (laughs) And then at the end when I fired my therapist, well fired, we we ended our therapeutic. We parted ways. He's like, well, was there any success? He's like, I mean, we we got rid of your insomnia. I'm like, you mean the insomnia I didn't have until I did therapy with you? Thanks for solving a problem that didn't exist until you came around. Anyways, neither here nor there. So you got you went to bed at 12.45. I went to bed at 12.45. Um, but again, I woke up the next day and I had a, oh, is that a date or that wasn't a date? Uh, but I think, I think it might have been. Uh, because we were like, okay, we're going to do this again. And we're talking about like, and we chit-chatted yesterday a little bit. And because my thing is like, honestly, at this point, I just want an at-bat. I don't care if it's a homer. I don't care. I just maybe want to get to first base, literally and figuratively. Um, But I was just just so happy to have a positive night with a guy that didn't end up with me being frustrated or ghosted or like it was just positive energy. I have thoughts. I don't think it's, I think it's too soon to tell if it's a date because there's two things. Mm. A, it was, it's a coworker that you have, or a former coworker. X, X, yeah. And you've been going to his shows, right? No. Oh, are the ones at the loft aren't him? No, it wasn't it wasn't uh his show. He just organizes it. Right, but you've been going to them. To one of them, yes. Yeah, okay. So okay, so so that might be part of the reason why I, anyway, I'm trying to say is like there there's like um a work relationship there, right? A work friendship that was that was there prior. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's like you have to go to on um, one more quote unquote outing and then see if it's a date because based on what you told me, I would actually just consider I don't know if I'd consider that a date. Yeah, and this is like I don't know that it is, and but it was a nice positive. But this is it. I realized I don't even care if it was or if it wasn't. Yeah, it was just like an evening out with a man who was interested, who asked questions, who was attentive, who was like, "Are you comfortable here? Should we go somewhere else?" And just super nice. Yeah, super nice. Yeah. So, anyways, maybe we'll have another story from him, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but it was nice. It was just like. I think there's just been, I've, I've heard just too many dating disasters well, I mean, and I was like, oh, okay, there I are find, some good dudes. I find online now, especially when I'm, I scroll through social media, the stories are wild out there. Like, no, yeah, just, they're getting worse and worse. And even, uh, I've been noticing on TikTok, just some of the things like the cruelty there yeah. was one girl who shared a story and she thought it was funny, but essentially because she had done something that made her boyfriend mad, his punishment was he downloaded Tinder and he forced her to sit there and watch as he swiped through Tinder like, for two hours. what is going on? Granted, I also feel like my perspective is a little bit skewed because all I listen to is murder podcasts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it but is. But like even a friend sent me this um uh post from the New York Times and it, it was an opinion piece and the uh-huh. the quote that they used was really interesting. It was we should listen to the experiences of women who are attempting to find partners. We should care about their interior lives, not just their educational attainment or their employment status of the men who uh could be those partners. So it's like this is the New York Times is writing about this. Mm-hmm. It's it's a matter of um we're not I don't know, it's like I think everyone's going through the same experience. 
And this is a conversation that I had with, um, there's this guy at one of my coffee shops that I talk to fairly regularly. I think he's about my age. And we often have really good conversations about uh, politics, history, etc. And it was fascinating because we were talking about the dating lives of the, the baristas who are in their 20s. And he said, oh, but you know, it's all the same at every age. No. And I was able to explain to him, and he actually thanked me for it. I said, no. I'm like, women your age are now actively just enjoying their lives. And they're not, a lot of them aren't even trying to date. They're actively being single Mm. because they don't want to welcome anybody into their lives that's going to bring them misery. And I said, what's happening is a lot of girls in their 20s are starting to appropriate that language. They may not necessarily be following through on it, but if you see a lot of the messaging happening with Gen Z in particular on TikTok, even a lot of the younger girls are like, don't date unless they uh, bring something to the table. Yeah. And the other thing thing I'm seeing too is... um... You know that like that the divide between the right and the left, like politically, we're seeing oh, the divide yeah. is more present than ever. I'm also seeing that like men are kind of going completely in the opposite direction. Like yes. though they used to be a little bit more open, it's like more and more guys are putting conservative on their profile. Mm-hmm. They're talking in a you told me the story about the barista who like mm-hmm. he's 22. 22. Yeah. And he he still says it. He would like to get um a, a girlfriend. Uh, date her for a few years and then have a very traditional relationship in which she stays at home and takes care of the kids and he goes and earns the bacon and again feminism is all about choice you get to do whatever it is that you want to do without judgment but it's the fact that men are still actively young men not men of my generation young men are actively seeking out traditional relationships because they still cannot accept women as their equals. No, it's it, like I'm starting to see more and more of it. Um, and even like at the college, right? Because I'm essentially teaching Gen Zers right mm. now. Um, I've ha- I have to straight up tell them. I'm like, don't, don't, don't protect a man. I honestly, oh, I I've become, story, yeah. I've become like the Gloria Steinem, the like Susan B. Anthony of like the the like Quebec college scene <laughs> like yeah. straight up I've been telling girls left right and center don't help the boys don't protect the men I like had this plagiarism case where two students essentially had the exact same paper or 75% of their paper was identical and the first time I called like my student in to talk about it she's like I don't know who this is I'm like oh you don't know so and so Oh, well, in passing, friends of friends. I'm like, really? That's interesting because 75% of your paper is identical. Hmm? And so I ended our conversation by literally saying, listen, um, life is hard enough for women as it is. Men are going to be always given more opportunities than you. Don't protect men. Two days later, she came back to see me and she sang like a canary. She Did showed she? me She showed la, me the la, screenshots. La, la. The receipts were all there. And she's like, uh, yeah, she's like, I would need to protect my grade. I'm like, good for you, baby. Oh, good for her. Woo-hoo. Good Woo-hoo. for you. Like I said, I'm the fucking glorious Steinem of, you the, are. of the like college scene in Quebec. I'm sure even like your students by the end of the semester, they know like if, if somebody makes a comment in the class that you're just going to shut them oh, down. Oh, but they did. Did I tell you about the oral presentation too, where one student was like, 
talking about sex sells and talking about how he would rather see a female hostess at a restaurant because they're more attractive and sex and I fucking shut them down <laughs> so fast. The question the question was um, how do you like rationalize that some jobs are better suited for men than women? Uh-huh. And I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This is like wow. an 18-year-old is saying wow. this. Wow. An 18-year-old or like an 18, 19-year-old is saying how some jobs are better for men than women and women than men. I'm like, oh, okay, we need to have a talk. <laughs> and I like, it's, it's crazy. So we're seeing more of that. I don't think I would have ever heard someone like in my generation at that age, a guy say that kind of comment. I think they would have been too afraid. It, well, the thing is, you know, the students that you have, their parents are probably my age. Yes, 100%. So they've got a lot of, it's m- probably mostly all Gen X parents, yeah. which is surprising and not surprising because I think like those of us who are old world, um, I know the men of my generation, most of them are undateable for the simple fact that they're like, uh, oh, uh, ladies need to be in the kitchen. So it's kind of making sense in that some of them are transmitting that to their children because that's what yeah. my peers believe. But I'm like, what about those new world kids? It's, honestly, at, especially at the college I teach at, you would expect that their their parents are more educated because mm-hmm. it's it, they it's have a private, private, it's more yeah. affluent, right? And uh, no, no, that's not the case. So I'm really curious what's going on. I don't know if this is something that they're learning through like those, what is it, blue pill, red pill guys? Oh, yeah. Or if it's something that they're learning from their parents. But like, it is more evident now than ever before. And I find it crazy. I never would have thought it. Um, Jackie, more importantly. Yeah. What's your dating update? I have a date tonight, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Is it a second date or a first date? First date. Um, I don't know anything about him other than his name, frankly. In fact, if you had him in a lineup right now. Uh-huh. I'm not entirely sure I'd be able to pick him out. <laughs> uh, what happened with the date with your uh, reality star? Oh my God. That should be, I mean, okay, That's I'll, I'll be give you its own no, episode. So the date never happened. So long story uh, short, let me, I'll give, I'll give the, the juice, le jus. Um, it's the tea, Jackie. Oh yeah. The, Pay the attention. Tea. Sorry. Sip, sip. So <laughs> I was on Hinge and probably the most attractive guy who's ever liked my profile, liked my profile. Mm, nice. And he was one of the like, you know, these are your the stars of the day guys. You know, the like standouts. I think they're called oh, like spotlight right, right, right. or something. Yeah, I can't remember. And he was one of them. I was like, oh my God, a spotlighter like my profile. We chatted for a bit and I excused a lot because he was very pretty. For yeah, instance, obviously. he's like, I'm very submissive. I'm like, okay, we'll make it work. Uh, he's like, I'm, I have a foot fetish. I'm like, okay, let's talk about what that means. I'm like, he's like, I really like to lick feet. I'm like, I can make it work. Yeah. If I don't have to lick the feet, if my feet are just being licked, how hard can it be? If he wants his feet licked, no, thank you, sir. Hard pass. Hard pass. Yeah. You want to lick my feet? Go to town. Have a good time. Actually, I I did see this guy once say, it was really funny. He's like, mid lick, we both looked at each other and knew it wasn't for either of us. Yeah. I was like, that may have happened. But I, I was like, make it work. So a little bit, but he wanted to meet right away. And I had a super busy week last week. Like I worked all weekend and, and et cetera, et cetera. We had, uh, he's like, I really want to chat with you virtually. I'm like, okay, but I'm not giving you my phone number. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, let's do it on Instagram. It's much easier to block on Instagram. It is. I'm like, this guy has like over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and he's verified. Girl. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? I start searching and there's like videos of him and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? He was on a Quebec TV dating show called Occupation Double. For those who Amazing. don't know, 
it is a raunchier version of like Bachelors in Paradise. And don't they go, they go to different places, right? Yeah, so they go to different countries, uh, different locations. Although I think it's fallen out of favor. Listen, I'm I'm about as Francophone as, uh, I don't know, something that's not Francophone. But like, I'm, I'm not super into the culture of like French culture and French anyways. Mm. But yes, apparently uh, the, it's kind of fallen out of favor of the TV show because of some scandals. Yes. Yeah, there's been more than one scandal yeah. actually. Anyways, long story short, he was a contestant on the show. Hilarious. Yeah. But you didn't you didn't meet him. No, so we had a five minute FaceTime. His dog was going crazy and he's like, I gotta walk my dog. I'm like, go walk your dog. And then 40 minutes later, he hadn't messaged me back and I was like, I'm tired. And I literally wrote, I'm going to bed. Uh, let me know, I can't meet you tomorrow. Let me know when you want to hang out. And then that was that. Yeah. Because I think he really wanted to meet. And the fact that I was like, I can't meet you tomorrow, maybe on Monday. He was like, I'm not happy with that. Yeah, exactly. But. Jackie. Honestly. He's, he's a no star who thinks he's a star. Oh, yeah. Not to mention, with a little bit of Googling, I realized there was like a financial case against him. And I was like, uh. oh, he's opening like a bunch of these like franchises and like these small towns in Quebec. And I'm like, oh, uh. so, yeah. All right, so updates, but no updates. Yeah, yeah, updates, no update. But we're back, and we're committed. We're going to stick to this. Expect more episodes soon. Yeah, we're going to do a, a, I have a, I did a holiday wrap of my, uh, nice. of my, uh, so we'll, we'll do an episode on that as well. Super. And uh, really, see, give us comments, because we share them on the next episode. <laughs> you too could be featured on the Suspiciously Single podcast. <laughs> you, could, you could be featured on the next episode. <laughs> Have a good one.